0: Hi guys and welcome back to a new video. Today we're going to be talking about some dynasty sell high candidates based on what happened in free agency. A lot of these players um, have a bigger market and their value has gone from nothing to something and I think you guys should be cashing out on the something before it's too late before the NFL draft. The first player I want to talk about is Tevin Coleman. He goes signed to the New York Jets. He's coming in to this season at 28 years old. He's going to be coming off the worst season of his career, which he had two yards per carry in, and he's been injured the last couple of years a lot more than he was before. Um, the big thing you need to realize about Tevin Coleman is that don't expect him to be a big contributor for the Jets. In my, op- I don't think, in my opinion, um, he. Definitely isn't the starting running back. The starting running back for them is not on the roster yet. They'll be coming out of the draft. But the other thing is, I would only expect Coleman to be a very, very small complimentary piece in a committee, or he might take the third down role. But at this point, it can be argued that Ty Johnson, as long as he's on the roster when the season starts, is a better third down option than Tevin Coleman at this point. He offers hands. He's pretty quick. And he's a good one-cut runner, just like Coleman was in his prime. And at this point, Coleman's still trying to do that, but he's not very good at it. Um, he was signed because he's familiar with the system they're bringing in with LaFleur, and he was with Robert Sala in the in uh, San Francisco last season and, you know, a couple years before that. So there's some familiarity there, and he's going to be that veteran presence in the locker room they want, but from an actual Uh, production standpoint for your fantasy team he has little to no value to me and there's a lot of people thinking he might carve out a decent role this year because the Jets offense is so bad and he might get some volume I don't think that's going to be the case he'll probably end up being injured by week three like normal so if you can squeeze out you know a third a fourth round pick I would take it because this is going to be Coleman's last year of relevance anyway so really he had no value Two weeks ago. Now he has something. I think you should cash in. And one other thing, based on how drafts are going right now, a third round pick could be turned into Chuba Hubbard. And Chuba Hubbard is a one cut, straight line guy um, with a very similar, similar skill set to Tyvin Coleman. So the next Tyvin Coleman is in this draft, and he may be the replacement for him in general in the league or even on the same team the next player I want to talk about is Tyrell Williams who recently signed with the Lions so Tyrell Williams is a big bodied uh, downfield receiver similar to Kenny Galladay. so most people are going to expect him to kind of step into the same role as Galladay in the offense to be the deep threat the big possession contested catch guy and I guess that's fine the, the only difference is they're Actual skills, and Williams is nowhere near as good as Galladay. Within the last three years, uh, Williams hasn't eclipsed 43 receptions, so that doesn't—that's not a player I want to count on. He's—why would you expect him to do much more this season coming up with the Lions, who are going to be terrible? And I think his best season was somewhere around 65 catches with the Chargers a handful of years ago when he broke out. And he hasn't come close to that ever since. So from a production standpoint, not interested. Um, also, don't forget the Lions have Jared Goff at quarterback. That doesn't necessarily get me very excited. So that's another reason why I'm out. And at his peak, he might be a wide receiver three, a wide receiver four for your team. And production like that is very replaceable. So if you can get anything for him, I would be selling him. Because, I mean, he was on waivers for most people two weeks ago. So, if someone thinks they need a flex option or something, get rid of them. Take one, a shot on one of these young receivers that are going to be in the third round in your drafts. Uh, maybe in the fourth. There's plenty of receivers this year where you could just throw a dart and hope for the best. And they may be better than Williams out of the gate, even. Another player I have on this list is Josh Reynolds. And I think Josh Reynolds actually might be on some people's buy lists, but I'm on the complete opposite spectrum for this one. Um, right now he looks to be the number two option in the Titans offense, but I don't expect it to be the case going into the season. The Titans did lose about 160 targets from last year between Corey Davis and Johnny Smith, but it's possible the Titans might draft another tight end to take that role. Um, they might let Ferks or just become the every-down starter and see what he can do. But you wouldn't expect on the outside, because right now the Titans literally only have A.J. Brown and Reynolds, I think, to go in with them as their two top receivers. I would totally expect the Titans to take a receiver or even two in this draft, Uh, maybe like a traditional slot and another outside guy. I was thinking, you know, Bateman would be a perfect replacement for Corey Davis. Who knows? And then they had Humphreys um, as their slot receiver, even though he was banged up last year. They might go after one of these. Uh, I mean, this whole draft is full of slot receivers. They could take anybody. So don't expect Reynolds to be that option. I mean, he can be the big slot, but I don't think that's what you would want to do um, in such a team limited with talent on the outside. So if anyone thinks that he's going to – he's shown – He can be, you know, a decent option in the offense from being on the Rams and they think he's a good player. I would send him off as soon as you can. Don't forget this is a one-year deal, so it's not really like they've committed to him. And the terms of the deal haven't been announced, which also tells me there may not be much money involved, which is even a bigger – it it shows more more support to my claim that this isn't a commitment you want to really be tied to long-term. The next player on this list is Sammy Watkins. Watkins has been a consistent disappointment in his career. He's been injury-prone as of late for the last handful of years. Yeah, one thousand-yard receiving season that was with Buffalo, and ever since then he's had some decent years, but they're you know good contributions to competitive teams, not you know players you want to start on your fantasy team. So that's the big difference. Watkins is a better real-life receiver than he is fantasy receiver when he's on the field, but he has a lot of name value just from where he was picked and the hype he had coming out of college. So you can still get, I think, more from him, especially with the hype now that he's the number one go-to receiver on the Ravens coming up this year For to get something back in draft capital or even another younger player or whatnot with more upside than he has going forward. Really, what is the upside for Watkins? Um... This is a very low passing volume offense with an inaccurate passer. I don't see Watkins having a 1,000-yard year. So if he's not having a 1,000-yard season, he's pretty much replaceable with a lot of wide receiver threes in the league if that's his peak. And I think just because, like I said, based on name value, I would sell him for whatever you can. It's reasonable. And you can replace him with a rookie or a lot of other receivers in that general vicinity. that will give you the same exact performance for the year coming up. The last player on the sell list is Chase Edmonds. I want to begin this with saying I want to be clear that Chase Edmonds will be a fantasy relevant player in 2021 and possibly past that. He's going to be a contributor for your team. The thing is, right now, since Kingsburg came out and said he is going to be the starter, or they think he's capable of being the starter, I'm sorry, I think you should take advantage of that. And anyone in your league that believes, you know, now is the time Edmonds is going to get a shot because he's been in the field, he's been good, blah, blah, blah. I think you should send him off for a number of reasons. First thing is, there's, they're definitely going to end up drafting another running back. And if they're not, or if they do, it's going to be more for a special teams role or a third stringer role. And what's going to happen is, you know, Benjamin is going to end up maybe becoming a relevant player this year because he did have a good season a couple years ago in college. He fell off his last year in college a little bit, and he fell in the drafts because he's small, not the fastest player. But he is a good fit for their system. And I think, measurable-wise, he's he's on par with Edmonds. So there's no reason why they can't be a 1A, 1B in that system and kind of complement each other pretty well and not really have any glaring holes to either of their games to fit that scheme. The other thing is, too, there's a lot of just hype in the fantasy community now about Eno Benjamin he was a solid player for you last year I think it was a middle of the pack RB3 um, flex flex option and if you got people thinking between all the hype he's getting, a lot of posts, videos forums whatever you follow, every form of social media has been saying maybe buy him now now that price has caught up so, since that price is at its absolute peak, now would be a good time to sell because I don't think he's going to live up to some of these um, standards people are putting out. I don't know if that's the right word. These goals. I would consider taking a late first or a very early second for because I think you probably can get that at this point to a team who's RB needy. Because once you fall off from the top three and gain well, what really is there that's for cer- like for certain going to be uh, a good player for your team this year, you might be able to get what you want for Edmonds. So check that out. Explore trading him. These are my five recommended players I would sell before this season and specifically within the next couple weeks before the draft. Let me know what you think in the comments below. And please subscribe.